0: Hey guys, welcome to the In the Game Room podcast, episode number 42. I'm out in the shop tonight running a very long job on the laser, so I thought I would just uh, make a quick podcast. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, um, but I thought I might as well just turn on the microphone and go for it, because it's been a while, as usual. Um, So what's coming up uh, soon in about two weeks is Adepticon in Chicago, which is going to be a pretty fun show. Um, I got talked into, well it didn't take a lot of talking into, but I got invited to be in the uh, Bolt Action Doubles Tournament with my friend Paul Walker from the the... War Room podcast. I almost said Game Room because that's me. The War Room podcast. He was signed up for the doubles tournament and didn't have a partner, so he asked me if I wanted to, and I'm doing it. So we're both doing uh, uh, British paratroopers. That's the word I was looking for. Like I said, this isn't scripted. I'm just kind of babbling here. So we're both doing British paratroopers. Um, He's doing something called the 21st independent something company I can't remember what it's called that's a special paratrooper unit I'm just doing kind of regular veteran paratroopers um, of course his will be veteran as well because paratroopers just are so we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have very small forces the uh, the doubles tournament there is 1400 points total which means we have to come up with 700 points worth of lists each and then we combine that and we play doubles that way. So um, being veterans, being airborne, all that stuff, uh, or paratroopers, whatever you want to call it, um, they're gonna be, like I said, very small forces. I'm not sure exactly what he's bringing yet. I haven't seen his list, but I can tell you that I'm bringing four Bren carriers, and in each one of those Bren carriers is gonna be a five-man squad. So there's four five-man squads, that's 20 dudes. Um, there's going to be a first lieutenant. There's going to be an artillery observer, artillery observer, because that's free for the British. Either that or he's taking a artillery observer. One of us gets to take a free one, but not both. Um, and that's it. That's my that's my unit. Um, so there's 20 guys in the back of the Brens, two guys in the front. So that's 20, 4 That that's 28. Plus an officer is uh, 29. I got 29 guys uh, for. 700 points um but they're going to be you know good seasoned veterans they'll be you know they'll be harder to kill it will be easier for them to pass checks and things like that so we're going to find out if that balances out in this game against you know larger regular or inexperienced uh units if i go up against a russian unit or a uh Japanese unit, one of the ones that gets a lot of guys or, or gets free guys or whatever, um, I could be outnumbered two or three to one. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how that works out. Uh, it's my experience that it doesn't matter how veteran or how strong your force is. If you're going up against just so many more guys, it's just not going to work because you only get so many shots and then they get you know, two or three times as many shots. Maybe th- Maybe they're not as accurate or whatever. Um, but that's going to be interesting to find out. But it'll be fun. It's going to be, a, I think it's three or four rounds, so pretty much lasts all day on, I want to say Friday. I think it's Friday. I don't even know. But it's going to be fun. I'll be podcasting from there. I'm going to be with Paul, who's also a podcaster. Um, we've got... Pat and Jeff from the Snafu podcast are going to be there. We're hoping to get a game against them. Uh, May or may not happen, I'm not sure. But they're playing Axis, we're playing Allies, so there's a pretty good chance in in the three or four rounds that we'll get matched up against them. I think in the first round, it's a themed round, so the teams that are there with... Uh, western desert themed armies will be playing against each other and then the rest of us slackers will be playing against each other but then after that I think it all mixes up so there's a pretty decent chance we might get to play against them I hope so Um, big fan of their podcast and they're they're uh, they're a good customer and uh, we help each other out a lot on a lot of different things you know prize support things like that with my company so it's going to be great to meet those guys in person finally and hopefully play against them. Even if we don't play against them, we'll be there and hanging out and all that. So anyways, you know, it's going to be so many podcasters there. There's going to be content created there, so that'll be fun. So what else? Uh, so that's Adepticon. That's in a couple of weeks. I've got a short trip for personal business coming up this weekend. Then I'm back for a week or so, and then I'm off to Adepticon. So uh, busy time for me, but it's all good. So what's been going on here with new stuff? Let me look at uh, let me look at my own website and tell you. Um, oh, Gamers Grass. Gamers Grass is a very cool company that makes very cool stuff, mostly accessories for basing and uh, and dioramas and you know just it's just grass and shrubs and bushes and flowers and things like that that you add to bases and add to dioramas and things like that. They make really cool products they've just recently come out with a line of products called the uh, battle ready bases. These are pretty much what it says on the tin is what they do. These are bases that are ready for use. You. So you just glue your figure on and you're done. They're painted, they're decorated, they're flocked, they're, you know, they've got their shrubberies and or snow or what, you know, the winter one has snow on it. Um but not just completely covered in snow. It's patches and then there's some bushes and rocks and things like that. Anyways, they're they're works of art. They're really quite beautiful. They're handmade, of course, because there's no other way to do that kind of thing. Um, they're, they're a pretty penny. They, they cost a few bucks, but um, I, I think they're worth it. And apparently some people agree with me because we're selling them. Um, and I use them on my British paratroopers, actually. My British paratroopers are all mounted on the battle-ready bases. And I think, I think it makes a huge difference. I'm pretty good at basing miniatures and decorating, you know, putting the flowers and the shrubs and, you know, whatever, the grass and things like that. I do a pretty good job. But these ones, uh, the battle-ready bases, uh, it just takes it up to another level, I think. Um, so I'm a big fan of theirs, of that product line, in addition to all of the Gamers Grass stuff. I, my company, GameCraft Miniatures, is probably, I think, the biggest... U.S. reseller of, uh, of Gamers grass or, or Stockist or whatever you want to call it. We have a huge, huge stock of their products and we're ordering from them once a week. Um, so, obviously I'm a big fan. Uh, my customers are a big fan. But the point of this whole ramble was that they did the battle-ready bases. They did them in 25, 30, 40, 60... Millimeter rounds and ovals and squares and things like that, and then they just came out with these 170 millimeter oval bases. These things are massive. They're um, I don't know the uh, I don't know the conversion. Hey Google, what is the uh, conversion from 170 millimeters to inches? 170 millimeters equals 6.693 inches. So they're over six and a half inches on the long side of the oval. So these are huge bases. Um, and they're just like all their other bases. They've got the winter, they've got the highlands, they've got the badlands, they've got the, the dry, uh, what do they call it, arid steppe bases. Um, so you got your desert, you got your sort of alien, uh, you know, Mars scape. And then you've got the, the Highland one, which is green vegetation and whatnot. And then the winter, which is the basically it's a Highland version in the winter. So you've got these four new big, huge bases. Um, honestly, I'm looking at them going, these are, these are works of art. They're beautiful. Um, they're expensive, like all of the bases, but these are really expensive because they're really big. They're $38 each. Um, So I think it's going to be a very specific market that wants these. Maybe it's going to be somebody building a small diorama. Uh, Maybe somebody that uh, wants to do like an entire uh, Flak 88 gun and crew and everything on one stand. Perfect for that. Any big artillery piece or something like that, these things would be perfect. So I'm going to be interested to see how they sell because like I said, they're very expensive uh, they cost almost as much as probably what you're going to put on them. Probably, if you if you buy an 88 with an entire crew, your your base is going to cost as much as your model probably. Um, but that being said, I think they're worth every penny if 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 they're worth it to you. If you got a use for them, you know it's a matter of you know having the perfect use for them. And if you do, and you use uh, say you use the 25 millimeter Highland Battle Ready bases for your infantry like i do for my british you can buy the 170 millimeter oval highland base battle ready base and it'll they'll look great together they'll you know there'll be a cohesive set you can tell that that's you know sort of a theme throughout so that's kind of cool um and that's that's just another cool thing about these bases when i base my miniatures i sometimes forget what colors of ground covering I use, what color of you know, whatever's on it, and then if I add figures to my army later, I gotta try to make them match. If you're using the battle ready bases, they're always gonna match. I don't think they're gonna switch up the way they do the Highland one or the winter one or whatever. You know, years from now you buy more. They'll I'm sure they'll probably look the same. So so that's kind of cool. Um, what else is new? Uh, the uh, Warlord Games came out with a new pack, I don't know if I talked about this before, I might have on the video, a new pack of British uh, Commonwealth Infantry. Um, It's the same box as their 8th Infantry box, but with different heads. Uh, You've got your Aussies, you've got your uh, New Zealanders, uh, South Africans, and then the the LRDG guys with the Arab headdress and things like that. Um, So that's a pretty cool set that just came out. my company just came out with a new product called the army tray this is a, a tray that you take to a convention for taking whatever whatever game you're playing it doesn't matter you're playing cruel seas you're playing 40k you're playing bolt action whatever you got to move from table to table and move your army with you when you're playing in a tournament or you know even just for fun so this is a a tray that you put your figures in and the deal with this is, is that it's collapsible when you're done you can take it apart again and put it in your luggage or your backpack or your carry-on bag or whatever and it you know flattens down to almost nothing and then when you get to wherever you're going you build it it really takes like 30 seconds to build obviously no glue or anything involved it's everything snaps together and there's little keys that hold everything in place so that's something kind of cool that we uh, recently did and I'm taking one of those with me to uh to Adepticon, so when I get there and I unpack my miniatures, I'll be able to put them in this tray and then just carry that around with me. So I don't have to unpack and pack my miniatures every single time I wanna move. Um, so that's that's something we just came out with. Um, another thing we just came out with uh, very recently is a, a six millimeter or epic scale sci-fi fortress wall set in resin. Um, these uh, are masters that we had produced by, uh, oh, geez, I don't have his name in front of me. Um, online, he goes as the Lazy Forger. So if you just look up the Lazy Forger, he's the guy that made the masters for us for this set of epic-scale sci-fi-themed walls. Like I said, they're sci-fi-themed, but I think, looking at them, I think they're just fine for, like, a, a Middle Eastern desert theme as well. I'm going to use them in my modern micro-armor games for, for like I said, uh you know, Middle Eastern desert settings. I think they'll look fine for that. Um, there's nothing particularly spacey about them, you know. So I think they'll just—I think they'll look right. Uh, what else? Let me scroll down here. What else have we come out with lately? Uh, GHQ. Uh, speaking of six millimeter, GHQ just re- released a, uh, a Raphael. I used to call it a Raphael, but I'm sure that's wrong. I think it's Raphael from Dassault, uh jet fighter, European jet fighter. Um, that just came out, it's a beautiful looking model Um, so that's kind of the new stuff that's going on there Um, I got a call tonight coming in from Scotland from Paul Walker, my partner at Adapticon we're going to talk about probably tactics and our forces and things like that so that'll be fun Um, maybe, I don't know if we're going to record that, we're both podcasters so probably one of us is going to record it I don't know if it'll be worth anything or not but uh, that's happening tonight or, well, tomorrow morning for me, about 1 o'clock. Uh, it'll be 8 o'clock his time. We're just going to have a little chat about the upcoming tournament in Chicago. Um, if anybody is going to be at Adepticon, and I know people are. I'm talking about you guys, though. If any of you guys are going to be at Adapticon, um, come by and say hello. Um, you'll find me at the, uh, at the doubles, uh, Bolt Action Doubles Tournament for sure. And then I'll just be hanging around all weekend and podcasting and taking pictures and doing video and just having a good old time hanging out with my friends so if you're there uh try to hunt me down and and say hi i think that would be real cool so uh, that's about it my uh my job on the laser is just about to wrap up i think we're 39 minutes in i remember it was 40 something minute job so that's going to wrap up and then i'm going to go uh back in the house and chill out for a while until that phone call comes a little bit later so that's it for now you guys uh take care of yourselves and keep on gaming